Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Spike, a.k.a. Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Jordy, a.k.a. Aaron. Oh, did Wait, I, I thought I was mixed Spike. Up? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Aaron! I'm Spike. <laughs> Spike, and I'm Jordy. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and um, today we're going to be covering, if you can't tell already, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And we got some... Uh, Goofy stuff going on right now. We got a bunch of glow sticks, some some popcorn, the masks. I got my Killer Clowns from Outer Space shirt from Cavity Colors, which is amazing. Um, I was supposed to get costumes, but I ran a little short on Monday, and uh, oh, no. yeah. So uh, sorry about that, guys. But um, yeah, today's gonna be a super fun episode. Let me just do some uh, quick audio balancing. We should be relatively good. So, hopefully, everybody is having a nice week. This is like the first week of fall officially, and it feels absolutely amazing. Have you felt the air at all, Aaron? It feels a little more. Uh, it feels cooler and like crisp, I guess. Um, I'm just waiting for the leaves to start changing. Yeah, and um, I can definitely tell some trees are, and I'm like, yes. It's like in patches, I feel like. You know, like you go on one street, it's all green, and the next one's that they're all dying. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 awesome, though. I mean, I love fall. And, Good feeling. Um, there's a lot of crazy shit uh, happening very, very soon, guys. Like, this is the last week of things being somewhat normal for pretty much the both of us, because next week starts Salem Horror Fest. And, um... I'm not sure if Aaron's going to be able to attend the physical events as of yet. We still have a little bit of time to hopefully get him a a pass. If not, he'll definitely be viewing all of the virtual stuff. Of course. But I will be covering pretty much um, everything that's going on at the end of every weekend. So, um, yeah, that's going to be super duper fun. I was going to do some video recording, um, but after viewing the schedule of how the movies are planned out, I'm not sure I'm going to have a lot of time to really get around to, um, just filming outside locations. I can't do any interviews just because of, uh, obviously COVID and everything like that, so it's going to be a little tough. Um, but we do have a really cool guest that's going to be coming on soon. I don't want to announce who it is or any dates or anything like that, but maybe you guys can guess with all the talk that we've been, um, doing with Salem Horror Fest, maybe you can put two and two together. But um, yeah, we have a lot of really cool shit coming on, and um, uh, I, I really can't wait. Um, are you excited, Aaron? Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, Look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Salem Horror Fest is always the best time uh, of the year for, uh, for us two over here. And last week we had um, Scorpion BLS on our podcast, which was super duper fun. And um, a couple days after we put that out, I actually went and re-uploaded our Salem Horror Fest um, Patreon that we had. I decided it would be kind of a cool idea to go and put that out for everybody right before Salem Horror Fest, because we're not really doing the Patreon-exclusive episodes anymore, just because of... um, Time and everything lately has been really, really rough for the both of us to try to squeeze in other things. Unlike tonight, we're doing a double feature, and um, we do these every now and then to kind of let you guys have a bonus episode throughout the week, especially when things start getting hectic. So we're doing Killer Clouds from Our Space first, 
And then we're going to take a little break. And we're going to do Hellraiser. Yeah, and it's uh, two completely opposite movies, but I think it works out for the best. Um, I'm actually going to take this mask off now just so I can, uh, I can see what is going on. And um, as usual, we uh, always stream this stuff live every Saturday at 9 p.m. We're doing early today. We're doing it. What is it? Uh, it's uh, almost like eight o'clock right now, and um, yeah. So I cannot wait to get this episode up and running. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah, it is. It's super fun. Um, I've seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space a lot. Uh, Aaron was his first time viewing this one. Uh, we've both seen Hellraiser multiple times. Um. But I think out of the two movies that we're doing tonight, if I had to pick one that I could watch over and over again, um, as much as I love Hellraiser, I gotta pick Killer Clowns from Outer Space because of how fucking goofy it is. Yeah. And just outrageous it is. It's super fun to watch. Yeah, for entertainment purposes, definitely Killer Clowns. Um, but yeah. Hellraiser, if you're like in the mood for something a little darker, but obviously, but yeah. still a little lighthearted. Not lighthearted, but like goofy. But yeah. like not quite as um you know crazy yeah but. um but before we jump into all that stuff since we skipped it last weekend uh we're gonna go into all of our socials where you guys can find us things that we enjoy that we want you guys to know about and um i think we'll start off with obviously our um most important one that we're on a lot is twitter especially now that aaron's on twitter and um, we're going to get him to do some more posts and uh, kind of come to the horror community a little bit more. And I cannot wait for him to be included with everything else that I'm included in on there, especially since I'm always talking to people over there with other podcasts and other small creators and stuff. It's really, really fun. Yeah, but, so help me get started. Give me a follow. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that, though. Yeah, so um, where you can uh, find us on Twitter is just dbho underscore podcast. And I'm on there every single day. Even if I'm not posting, I'm definitely talking to other people in comments or DMs or anything of the like. Um, Aaron has been on it for about a week now, and he's done a couple of posts, I think. Yeah, I've but, retweeted um, a few things, um, but I haven't like quite gone back into the swing of it yet, but I'm getting there. I'm yeah. working on it. <laughs> uh, where can people find you so they can... Uh, get you to do some more posts all right so you can find me on instagram and now twitter um i changed my username for consistency purposes again but it is um i believe double a a row but with the last uh e is a three it's yes. kind of confusing that's um, okay but yeah double a a r o w three remind me to add that to the link tree but yeah, i'll have well, to do that i should have already done that but yeah everything is also on our link tree which if you just search the baron title uh, or you can I'm just find me on, you know, our page. I'm on there somewhere, you know. I'm sure I'm on, like, the follows list or something, so. Yep, and obviously Instagram as well. I don't post as much over there. I do talk to some people throughout the DMs on there. That's pretty much easiest way to message me that I will know if you message me because sometimes Twitter doesn't really give me the um, notification that, hey, you have a message so if you do want to reach out to me or for the podcast or any kind of reasons like that, definitely Instagram is probably better. But you can just find us there on the, uh, it's just the Barons Hideout underscore podcast. And I usually, whatever I'm putting on Twitter that's like, that has a, a photo, goes right over onto Instagram. Uh, where can people find you, Aaron? All right. 
So wait, didn't we just do this? On on your Instagram. Oh, Let them know sorry. your Instagram. One. Oh my bad. Yeah. Um <laughs> so it's the same as my Twitter now. Yeah. Um it is double um A A R W three. Um I post updates usually lately, um or you know, I'm gonna try and post the same thing on both Twitter and Instagram, mm-hmm. but um I usually post when we're about to go live and um, you know, update stuff like that and I post a lot I've been posting a lot more in my stories lately, so you can catch pictures of my cats and different stuff oh, going yeah. on in my life there, so Hell yeah, sir. Um and then obviously our Twitch where we stream everything. All of our shows are through Twitch. Unless it's like a special occasion one, then we'll do it off stream and just do it through Zoom for like guest purposes and stuff like that, unless they're comfortable with coming on um like doing this live on on Twitch, then yeah. we do that. But um, yeah, Twitch is just the Barons Hideout underscore podcast, and we do this every Saturday at it's either either eight or nine p.m. It's usually nine p.m., but if we're doing a double feature, we start a little bit earlier just so we can get through everything. And that's where we are right now. So um, if you do want to come in and partake in these awesome podcasts and just throw some questions at us and come hang out and whatnot then come over here give us a follow let us know that you guys are enjoying the content here and um we'll keep posting yep and uh also youtube which is also just the baron's hideout underscore podcast which is just the archive of pretty much all of the uh streams um but those will also be on our patreon a day early and i have to address this today because i didn't put a i don't think i put a post out about this maybe i did I don't remember, but um, our schedule is shifting a little bit for releases for Patreon and also just for everybody else worldwide, uh, just to uh, keep things a little bit easier for me because I'm the one that's always um, putting the stuff out as soon as the stream's over. So what I'm doing just to make things not so hectic the night of the, the stream, I'm posting uh, everything for Patreon on Sunday and then everything for everybody else on Monday. So those will both be like midday. Well, actually, Patreon will be a midday midday release. And for everybody else, it will be 9 p.m. I mean, not p.m. 9, 9 a.m. <laughs> Eastern time uh, for everybody else. But for Patreon, you guys will still be getting everything early. So for everybody who is supporting us over there, I really do appreciate you guys so much. And um, you're not being left out, I promise. you. You guys are very important to us. I mean, everybody's important, but for the ones that do like to, uh, you know, spend a dollar, get everything early, you guys, you guys are awesome. And anybody can do that. If you do want the stuff early, it's just a dollar, dollar a month. And I don't think that's, that's, uh, too much. I mean, I mean, I guess for maybe some people it is, but, um, but those are like the big ones. It's, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Patreon, Patreon, YouTube, YouTube, and Instagram, we got the Instagram, and also if you guys do want merch, I put up our new logo on some shirts and stuff over on our uh, Teespring, and um, that's so cool looking on the shirts and everything. I love it, especially when you can um, change the color of the shirt and see how the colors kind of react mm-hmm. to the color of the shirt. It's really really cool. I'm gonna grab some for for us probably. <gasps> oh, excuse me, probably this week. And I'm, I'm super excited to showcase those. Uh, I guess there is one other announcement I can do that is uh, going to be happening. Another guest that's coming on October 16th. 
is uh, Logan on drums. Well, that's what it used to be. Now it's just LK Drums. He is a drum streamer on Twitch, and he's obsessed with Halloween just as much as uh, Aaron and I are. And we're pretty much not probably going to go through the whole movie. We'll probably go through certain sections of it that you know really resonate with all of us. So that will be on October 16th. I believe that's a Saturday. Um, so that will be kicking off all of our Halloween reviews. Because the first two weeks, I'm going to be covering all of the Salem Horror Fest stuff for you guys. So that's going to take up most of my time. Uh, I don't think we'll be able to squeeze anything else during the week for any Halloween stuff. Even if we don't start off with the first Halloween, maybe if we do that in a midway point. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how things are going. I'll, I'll run it through you, out. and um, we'll let you guys know how things are going to be going. But um, we have two guests lined up right now. One of them we're not releasing yet because we don't have a solid date for. But the other one, I will tell you guys, is LK Drums on Twitch. And uh, he's super duper cool. And he's a metal dude, so, I mean, he fits he fits right in with all of us, <laughs> you know. Um, I think that's probably all... That I have, right? Is there anything you want to add before we jump into this crazy movie? I don't think so. I'm ready to jump on in. All right. If you are. So, oh, definitely. <laughs> so here we go with Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Like any other night, then something happened. You see that? Something different. There's no shooting star. Why here? Why now? Why clowns? <laughs> They've been knocking them dead all over the universe. What are you gonna do? Knock my block off? Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Maybe they're just cruising through the galaxy and stopped here for a bite to eat. You don't need a police pal, you need a psychiatrist. Uh-oh. They want to play games? They're messing with the wrong guy. What are you in for? Killer clowns from outer space. It's crazy. Aaron, I guess I'll start off on this one and I'll have you start off with Hellraiser. Okay. And uh, this movie is just, it's fucking, it's crazy, dude. Um, so we open up with uh, just some titles, title screen, and um, some really good music by uh, the band The Dickies, which I've actually listened to. It's like an EP that they have. It's called Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and they wrote one of the songs for this movie. I don't know if all the other ones are for this, but the the one that's playing is just called Killer Clowns, and it's it, it rocks, man. I, I love it so much. I listen to the car every now and then. Um, but as that's playing, we get like um, a zoom in shot, or it's like coming down, and we see this burger joint of 
uh, these people just eating it. And the burger joint, of course, is called Big Top Burger. And um, I mean, that's that's super fitting for for this movie. It's just, it even like Big has top. like the aesthetic of like a carnival and everything with like the the colors and everything. It's <laughs> it's great. Um, but as we're uh, coming down on that, there's a cop that we learn his name later on is is uh, Mooney. But he's getting food, and he just looks disgusted with literally everybody there, like with the youth and everything. Because this guy's kind of an older cop, he's definitely been there a while. And he gets in his car, and as he's driving, there's this kid drinking a beer. He's like wearing glasses, and he's like carrying, looks like groceries. And he's drinking the beer, and Mooney's like driving up to the crosswalk. Almost runs the kid over, but decides to stop just because he's, he's I guess it's because he's a cop, otherwise he, he probably would have kept... But it just kept going. But yeah, the kid like sees him, he's like, Oh crap and he puts his beer away and he like just walks across and then Moon is like like I think it says like stupid kids and then the the kid after says like stupid cops. <laughs> just like some stupid dialogue. Uh, but that's like our opening. Then we move over to I believe this it's like make out um brief like in like SpongeBob and stuff. Oh yeah, but, like that classic spot that everybody goes yeah. to. But I believe they call it uh, Top of the World in this uh, movie, which I think is also kind of a connection to maybe a circus. I'm not entirely sure. But uh, there's a bunch of people there just, like, in their cars, and they're all, like, making out and whatnot, you know, like what kids do. And then a fucking ice cream, like, truck comes in, blasting, like, the ice cream theme. <laughs> at, like, this, like, making a lot of innuendos, too, with ice cream and, like, saying, like, different ice cream types and everything. <laughs> and, um... Everybody starts getting pissed off at them and throws popcorn and drinks and shit at at, at them. And they're like, okay, well, I, I guess I'm out of here. And I, the two people that are in the car, they're the, um, crap, what are they? I know Paul it's Paul and Rich. Rich, but I forget what their actual name is. It's like, um, um, uh, Terenzi Brothers, that's what it is. I always forget like what their last name is, but yeah, Paul and Rich, they're brothers, and um, they're getting like kind of upset at each other. But then they're just like, "Hey, wait a second, what's this park here?" Because they have two girls in the back, they're just like munching on the ice cream. Like, hey, they come out like, "Hey, what do you what do you take us for?" Like, you guys didn't say we're gonna be parking anywhere, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so they go, and we assume that something's happening in there, but then we transition over to Mike and Debbie. And Mike's got a pretty uh, insane mullet, I would have to say. So uh, he, he's definitely keeping the mullet alive. This movie was, I believe, 1988. So it's getting kind of towards the end of the era of the mullet, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're coming back, though, it seems. I've been seeing a lot of mullets lately. Yeah, I definitely have been. Um, I've been seeing that, too. A lot of kids. Like, yeah. A lot of kids. Like Parents, I guess, are just like, hey, there's this scary kid of a mullet. Just because, I guess, <laughs> That's I don't know, what's in style. That's what's cool now. <laughs> But yeah, they're they're making out, and then they just stop and look at the stars, and they're just talking, and then all of a sudden a shooting star goes across, and they're like, oh my god, let's go figure out where that is. Let's go follow the shooting star. So they're like, uh, I think Mike at first was the one that was like saying it, and then Debbie was like, kind of like, oh, I don't know. But um, they they decide to, so they pretty much move to the front, and then they start driving away. But then we get cut over to um I totally forget this guy's name, but he's he's an old dude. And um he's got a dog named Pooh. <laughs> Pooh. <laughs> so he's he's at his house and he also sees it, but he's also like reading 
like a magazine that just talk about like, Haley's Comet. He's like, oh my god, it's, it's Haley's Comet. And so I was like, okay, Pooh, let's, let's go get it. So he runs into his house, right? And he, he's grabbing like a shovel and everything. But as he's leaving the house, if you look very closely, you can see that the prop um, master for like the movie in his house handing him the stuff. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. This is a very low budget movie too, just so everybody is clear. Um, it's a, a super fun low budget movie because um, I always forget how to say their name. The, is it the the, oh. the Chodos brothers? I always forget how to say their name. Um, well, are you talking about the actors or? Oh no, the directors. Oh, the directors. Sorry. Uh, Chiodo. Chiodo. That's Chiodo. how it is. So yeah, the Chiodo brothers. This is actually the only movie that they've done. Hmm. Well, for themselves, they've done like um special effects for other people. Yeah. And what I just learned before we jump into the rest of this movie, what I just learned is that I guess Amazon bought the rights to Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I guess they're going to be doing this, uh, I think it was the sequel to this movie. There was supposed to be a uh, show and also a prequel of like where the clowns came from. So I'm hoping that mm. really does come to um, fruition and that the Chiro brothers can actually you know, be part of that because their special effects in here are great. Yeah, they, considering it was the 80s and they had a low budget, you know. Yeah, and they designed all of the um, the special effects in this movie, which is absolutely amazing. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so the the old guy gets his dog, and then he uh, he gets the shovels and he starts running away. Then we jump back to I believe Debbie and Mike talking about the comet even more. I think they actually, um, I think they arrive actually at the spot and uh, that's kind of like right before the, the old guy and his dog poo get there actually no it's yeah no it's after i'm sorry but now uh, the old guy and poo i'm just gonna say poo for now on because it's like way easier they arrive at the circus he's like oh my god it's a circus and um they're kind of just looking around and whatnot just like investigating and he's like what the hell is this and then um his dog uh, it's like kind of like left behind him and then like a part of this tent opens up and one of the clowns has like a, a, a fishing net and, oh, just, and then like, they just scoop him up and... yeah he just scoops up poo and the old guy's like poo where'd you go and he's like they got poo and he's like all flipping out and he starts like punching the tent and everything but it's like <laughs> super hard and like breaks his hand practically and then he he grabs like one of the um what is what are the things that like hold the uh, the tents in the ground? Oh, like the posts. Yeah, or... the posts. He grabs a post and it just zaps him, <laughs> and it's like super funny because like the effects are kind of cheesy, but it's great. So he goes down and he gets zapped, and then the clown that captures Pooh captures him. So um, we got uh pretty much the first. I, we can probably say kills in this movie. I would say the first two kills. Yeah, because we'll, we'll learn later what what happens when they get zapped into uh, cotton candy cocoons and shit. <laughs> uh, but leading from that, we are now at the police station with Mooney, who's bringing in these punks. And uh, I don't know. I guess Mooney isn't the I want. I don't want to say sheriff because we only see like two cops in this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's definitely like I would say high rank. But there's another another person there named Dave, who is uh, I guess. Is more in charge. He's a lot younger than Mooney, 
Uh, even though Mooney has definitely been around for a while, it seems. Yeah, and that's probably why he doesn't have as much power. <laughs> yeah, so um, Dave is there, and now um, he's like, what, what are you doing with these punks? And he's like, well, I caught them drinking in, um, around town and everything. So Dave asks him, like, why aren't you from, like, the university? And they're like, yeah, but, like, we live in the town and everything. He's like, but why can't you just, like, stay down the university to drink? He's like, well, because we live here, so that's why you want to do that. I don't know if that's really a reason to arrest somebody. I mean, mm. this is the 80s. What would... People were doing a lot worse things than, than Yeah, drinking. it didn't look like they were young kids. It looked like, they looked like they were about age, so, like, I don't know. Maybe. Especially if they're in college, you would think that they would be at least 21. Yeah, maybe he's just being a dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can definitely tell from, like, the early on in this movie that Mooney just does not like, like kids, kids <laughs> or, like, really anybody. She's a grumpy old bastard. <laughs> yeah, so um, um, Dave takes the kids and puts them in um, in the jail cell, and then you can just kind of keep realizing as like Dave is putting the kids in there. Mooney's just like saying stupid shit about kids and everything, so you can <laughs> tell he just does not like kids. Um, so then we jump back over to Mike and Debbie when they officially arrive at the tent. I actually kind of jumped. A little bit earlier, but there he's they're arriving like at a gate, and they're going down like okay, well I guess we kind of have to walk from here, so they go on foot, and then they find a tent where uh, Pooh and the old dude were captured. So they decide, hey, let's go check out the circus, but Debbie's kind of just like, uh, I don't really want to go in there, and mm -hmm. if I have to put myself in the shoes of them right now. I would probably be with Debbie because if you have been living in this town your whole life. When nothing happens and then suddenly there's a circus in the middle of the freaking forest, you know? Yeah, like um, in the weirdest spot imaginable. Like, yeah, they knew that night. they were going to find like a shooting star, but they're like, oh, well, we stumbled upon this circus. Like, I would yeah. have put, kind of put two and two together maybe. Yeah, um, right. that's shady. <laughs> but I would just be like, I'm... Uh, I'm not going in there, dude. Uh, you, you can go in there if you want, but I'm going to go home and not start shit. Right. Um, I feel like you're kind of like on the same side with me on that one, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to peace out, go home, and I'm going to go sleep. Yeah. I'm not trying to turn into a cotton candy cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> and then be uh, drunk. Yeah. So, yeah, they arrive there, and then Mike convinces Debbie like hey well if I go in there you're gonna be out here by yourself so would you rather be by yourself with me she's like well I guess I'll be with you so I guess that's kind of like a dick move I'd be like okay if you don't want to go in we don't have to yeah but um he just kinda really wants to go in there. it yeah yeah so they finally uh reach inside kind of looking around like it looks really cool in there it's like oh wow this is a circus this is like one of those like European like circuses like what he says something like weird I love how it was Americans we blame anything like out of the normal oh it's those damn Europeans <laughs> yeah no, it's like oh it's gotta be on the other side of the world right that's definitely not us so yeah they're kind of walking around and they come across like three elevators and Mike's like what the hell is this and he's like oh there's buttons and he just like starts randomly pressing buttons but apparently he presses them good enough to bring them to like the core of the the ship <laughs> And it's a really cool um, scene, too, because it's, like, a, a matte painting of the core and everything. It's, like, animated and really cool. So this is kind of, like, a, a cool, like, special effect uh, area that they have. And it's also, like, them walking on the side and looking in the core. Mm -hmm. And then it's, like, 
well, we're definitely not in a circus anymore. It's like, no shit. <laughs> like, there's a giant, like, Tesla um, thing. Like a coil. Yeah, and it's just there, and it's, like, zapping and everything. Like, yeah, well, this is definitely not it. It's firing something. <laughs> yeah, and Debbie, I guess, is so smart. She's like, whoa, this is actually the shooting star. It's just like, oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I'll just look at it and be like, that's a little weird. Like, there has to be some sort of, like, explanation as to why this is here. And, like, a shooting star just seems a little far-fetched for me. Yeah. But, um, regardless, they decide to go back. Because they're like, well, we kind of can't go here. So they go back down. And then they start hearing people um, come towards them. And then Mike's like, okay, well, let's press another button in this elevator. And then it, it zaps them to the holding room. And they don't really know what this room is other than all the cotton candy that's around. Like, oh, this must be a cotton candy factory. <laughs> like, what? After seeing this they giant... Just keep loose cotton candy everywhere. <laughs> yeah, after seeing this giant room with a Tesla coil in it, with if you were to fall, you're like in the, the Death Star, you're going to go right down and die. You're going to think, oh, yep, cotton candy factory. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to think. Uh, so they're, they're looking around and um, Mike wants to prove to Debbie that this is what he's saying it is like yeah it's a cotton candy factory he's like no 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 this is not a cotton candy factory so Mike grabs a part of the um, cotton candy cocoons and it's a face of the old dude that caught captured and he's just like all red and everything so i don't know if i think his skin would like dissolved or something yeah like i really want to know like is that his blood or is that the, the cotton candy because you know when you have away, cotton candy it's it, when it melts it, oh, it's it gets like that, that like, nasty white yeah, color yeah. it's like syrupy and everything i wonder if that's what it is or if that's like actually blood so i'm very curious on that maybe the um Chiro's brothers can let me know let us know I might actually have to research that too because that's kind of really cool. If it is the blood that's creating everything that's in the uh, the cotton candy without like seeping out, that's pretty cool. Some tough cotton candy. <laughs> yeah, but um, as, get shit on them. <laughs> yeah, as they do that, they go and discover another one who is of this guy that we saw in the beginning, Joe Lombardo, who was the guy that was drinking the beer uh, when um, Mooney was driving away in the beginning of the film. So, I guess they probably didn't really need to say who it was, but then we also learn a lot later on when they get to, like, when Dave is finally, like, like okay, you're telling the truth when they're looking yeah. at the cars and everything. That he even says, like, that's Joe Lombardo and some other dude. So, it's, uh, it's kind of weird that they wanted to say mm -hmm. who it was. But, yeah, as they discover that, one of the clowns comes out and discovers them and they're like fuck so now they're being chased out of the tent and as they leave the tent i mean they're clowns and this is just really funny one of them makes like a, a balloon animal <laughs> of a dog and, it, and it's like it's running and like sniffing and everything it's really funny and they're also like shooting them with like popcorn and everything <laughs> it's so fucking funny and that's why i have like popcorn and everything all over here because make it look like we got shot by the clowns it's really really funny you know what's funny too is like at first like they're when they're getting shot at they're like oh no and then they see it's popcorn and they're like 
What? Dude, yeah. They're just more confused than anything. They're like, why is it sticking? It's like, why is it popcorn? And Mike's like, it's because they're clowns! <laughs> Which is, it's kind of funny. But, um, Aaron, if you want to uh, take it away for a little bit here, I think, um... I think they're going to talk to the people at the police, I believe. So, <clears throat> Debbie, who wants to talk to Dave, is that, that's the other cop, right? The higher-up cop. Yeah. Yep. Um, and tell them about the clowns and that they're off to get more food. Um, oh, wait, no, that's a separate scene. My bad. Um, that's all good. But, um, so, <clears throat> there's, a, there's a store um, with, like... An animatronic around it, and then one of the clowns is. Oh, this is so funny. <laughs> I know. Um, he's like standing right by the door, out in the open, imitating the, uh, like the animatronic. Like, yeah. was that another clown or something like that? Or I think just... it was like a gorilla or, or something. A gorilla like that. or something. I don't remember exactly. But what I think it was. the clown that's out there. I think his name is Rudy. I Rudy. could be wrong though. But yeah, there's he's... a lot of clowns <laughs> in this in this movie. They don't really tell you what the clowns are. I think it's kind of like a more of a fan thing, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But either way, it's an enjoyable, like, from what I've seen, you know? Yeah. But, um, anyways. So, um, and then he follows two girls into the store. And, uh, Debbie's telling Dave about the tent. And Mooney, of course, being, you know, Mooney has to (laughs) (laughs) put in his two cents. Um, and he's like, you're gonna make a dummy out of yourself. Or, make a dummy out of yourself, but you're not gonna make a dummy out of me. Um, he's yeah. just a stubborn old man. And that's um, definitely foreshadowing right there because like all they're kind of talking about in the police station is just like, hey, there was fucking clowns. And like, yeah, <laughs> okay. And um, it's just it's very stupid. It's funny too because you had, remember that shit a few years back when there was people going around dressed as clowns, like yeah. fighting people? Yeah, that happened for a couple of years. Like, it happened for like one year, then there was like a break. And, and then, then I think again. it came back and it's just like, why? Like, what's going on? Um, so, and then we got to a puppet show, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, dude's watching it, some guy's watching it, and, um, then one of the clowns, again, I'm not sure, familiar with their names, but yeah, comes up, and he's got, like, a puppet is. on each this finger. This might be Spike, maybe? I think Spike. it's that guy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I think it's this um, one. So he pokes his head up, he stands up from behind the, uh, you know, the, the puppet stand, um, and he zaps the guy, um, and, um, he gets cocooned by some cotton candy. The effects, too, with the cotton candy gun is really <laughs> funny. It's mm-hmm. just, like, purple, like, wires and everything. Yep. Like, you can tell that like, this was very low budget and in the 80s. That just makes it so that much enjoyable. more enjoyable, yeah. I love it so I much. I love the tacky, like, cheap stuff, you know? Yeah. Can we have, like, people just do that for the fun of it? Like, <laughs> have, like, a, a really cheesy 80s, like, movie like this with really bad... Like, a really bad plot. Like, intentionally bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, really bad, like, effects and everything. I want to see that. And just turn it into a whole ass... Well, I mean, that would be kind of campy, right? Oh, yeah. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, this movie is Camp Central. Hence <laughs> the reason why it's part of our Camp Camp series. Camp Camp. But anyway, so he gets cocooned. And we got back at the store where the two girls had walked in. Um, and... The clown is chasing them. Um, he's like knocking shit over, and um... oh, it's so funny. <laughs> and, and the clerk too is just like freaking out. Like, uh, he's like, "What's going on here?" Um, I would be freaking out too if there was a big ass clown following two girls around my store. But um, so then they end up getting cocooned by some cotton candy as well. Oh um, yeah. 
with a lot of cocooning. Um, so then Dave takes Debbie uh, home after, you know, he's like, oh, I'll check it out. And um, so him and um, <clears throat> sorry, Mike head out and um, they go and find... Oh, wait, that's a little bit later. My bad. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, Mike finds out that she was with Dave. Um, and then there's a pizza delivery. <sighs> this one was funny. Is this lady, she answers the door. Um, and there's a couple of clowns. Um, just with a stack of pizzas. And then her reaction just makes it. It's just like, oh, pizza. It's like, yeah, it's like the best, like, <laughs> line ever. It's like... Giant clown holding a stack of pizzas, and all you can say is, "Oh, pizza!" I would close the door and run. <laughs> Especially the way that these clowns look too. Like I imagine um, them seeing it, like on site filming, was probably a lot uh, scarier than it was for us. Yeah, because like it's in person, right there, so it's and like they're freaking huge. Yeah, it's like when you go to like a haunted house, like it's like more like obviously intimate and real because you're there. If it's like recorded, like the the scare factor kind of goes down a little oh, bit. Of course, yeah. So I can only imagine what these clowns look like on set, especially when they're being animated, with they're smiling and everything. It's it's great. Um, I love this movie. There's a lot of people who don't like it because of how overplayed this was in like the 80s and the 90s. But since like its cult status coming back within the last like 10 years or so, yeah, people are starting to love it again. And it's popping back up. Well, my dad says one of the director's brothers, I believe, played one of the clowns. Yeah, I'm not. I don't remember which one, but yeah, I, I think one of the Chiros brothers did. It might have actually been both of them at, at one point. It wouldn't surprise me, especially where it's low budget and yeah. like you know. And those their creations too. So yeah, you know, you know, we want to be part of it. Yeah. I would. Oh, I want to dress up as a giant clown, like yeah. an going around shooting one. people. Yeah, right. <laughs> Cocooning them to death. <laughs> But so, uh, O Pizza Lady gets cocooned <laughs> by Shorty, who's this guy over here. Um, yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> this little man. Um, and then we got some more deliveries. Yeah, um, with one of the, I think it was like an older lady. We don't really see her get cocooned, but yeah, it's a guy who just. Like, it's a box of chocolates, I think, it, is what it was. <laughs> I think it's th- that clown over there, I think he delivers it. And she's, like, talking to her husband off screen, like, oh, is this you? And then the clown's, like, smiling and, like, laughing. And then we kind of see off screen that she gets, like, cocooned. It's it's really funny. Yeah, it's, like, insinuated that they just go around fucking with people and going and just covering them, smothering them with cotton candy. Um, hey, I kind of would not mind being smothered by cotton candy because I love cotton candy. Yeah, but not acidic cotton candy. Uh, <laughs> true. You, you got me on that one. But... <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so we go on that little montage of the clowns fucking with people and kidnapping them. Um, Mike tells Debbie to keep her door locked, and uh, Dave's watching them kiss and uh, just like just let it go, dude. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like you know, people they can... used to date, right? Yeah, it's like people can like date other people, especially if you've fallen out and everything, but yeah. like you don't gotta be creepy, like watching, yeah, right, Mike, like. Tell her to be safe and everything, and and then them kissing. It's like just leave them alone, man. Yeah, just get over it. Um, so, um, Mike and Dave, or is that Mike and Debbie? Um, Mike and Dave. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, that's what I was got 
ahead of myself earlier. Um, Sorry. They go back to the scene of the uh, the the circus, and there's it's the tent's gone, um, and it's just like a Damn big it. crater. Yeah, I mean, like the crater. The crater itself, itself yeah. Would like, just make you think, like, like there was something here, you know. It's well, like you may not be telling the truth about the tent, but the crater will definitely you know, raise some suspicion. Yeah, and the Especially fact that he didn't, he's just like, oh, darn, you know, there's nothing here, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, shucksy doodles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the tent's gone, and then, um, Shorty, um, who again is Dustin... Oh my god. <laughs> ...pulls up on a little tricycle, um, to some bikers, um, and then one of the guys decides to, uh, approach him, and he's like, uh, he's just talking trash he's like what are you gonna do knock my block off so shorty decides to jump up and out of nowhere just gets these like boxing gloves he's getting ready he's like air punching and shit and he just fucking the guy's talking trash and just punches his head off oh that's so good that's (laughs) probably like one of the best kills in the movie to be honest oh yeah and it just lands in the trash barrel and the other guys just start freaking out they're like oh what Uh, the way it lands so perfectly too Kind of reminded me of that scene in uh, Prom Night where his head rolls off of the on the runway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was such a good movie. Yeah, I really like that one a lot. Um, Listen to that review. Oh, yeah. We covered it. It's good. Um, so, and then we got a little girl who sees a clown. They wave at each other with some creepy music in the background. Yeah, I think this scene is probably the creepiest out of the whole thing because the music that's playing... And the setting is this girl with her family. I believe they're at the Big Top Burger and everybody's just eating. But then it focuses on this one girl. And I believe your clown is outside, like, waving and, like, telling her to, like, come here and everything. Pennywise? Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's so creepy. And the girl actually, like, starts approaching her. Luckily, the mom is like, hey, get back here. You're not going anywhere until you finish your dinner. So she doesn't even realize the clown is there. <laughs> oh, man. But it's definitely, in my opinion, the creepiest part of this of this movie. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And just, they're just they're waving at each other. Um, but yeah, um, mom stops her, and then um, is it Mike and Dave arrive at the top of the world with all the cars again which is like the make out point all the teenagers go there to get yeah. laid and, um but all the cars are open there's nobody to be seen anywhere um and then there's just cotton candy all over all over a car so then at this point Dave's gotta be thinking like you know like okay maybe this guy's onto something yeah. or you know especially what he finds in there too with like the glasses and everything oh yeah and that's when it kind of links even more to like Joe Lombardo yep and the other dude it's um the fact that they went missing and there's mm. cotton candy in his car you know but again it's it's, it's horror you know yeah. people don't think logically in these movies no <laughs> otherwise we wouldn't have horror movies I feel I know um, so, and then, uh, Mooney gets back at the police station, um, or Mooney is at the police station, excuse me, um, and he's just ignoring calls, um, basically, because everybody's calling, talking about clowns going around and disturbing them and messing up with them and 
he's just hanging up on people and he's like ah screw you he's like you're messing with me you know there's no damn clowns out there yeah <laughs> um it's like good being... job doing your job dude yeah right um <laughs> one guy's being chased by a clown on a on a bike um he's in his car <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is really funny um he just has a car a clown just pull up next to him he looks over and the guy he's just like riding in the air like sitting down like he's riding a motorcycle um so the guys were probably more confused like, oh? than anything he's just like shocked and then the clown rams him off the road and just oh, i think there's a crash. wilhelm scream in that too mm-hmm. oh, oh. i love those oh! <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could like um, mimic that it's so hard and it gets still gets used to this day too mm-hmm. it's great <laughs> um so um yeah he crashes and then we cut to Debbie, who had a long day of discovering a circus and um, making out with Mike. Um, decides to take a shower. Um, and she's getting undressed. Uh, her popcorn's still covered. Or her popcorn is covered in clothes. Um, her clothes are still covered in popcorn. And um, then uh, she drops her clothes in the hamper. There's popcorn all over the floor. And um, they start to, like, shake and, like, yeah. move. And... It's kind of cool. Like, that effect is really cool. That must have took a long time. I don't know, whether they use, like, fishing line or something and just, like, wiggle it. I think it might have been claymation, which is, would um, be even, like, yeah. even harder. Cause More I mean, time-consuming. Yeah, I'm not sure if the masks are, like, with the clowns, if it's actually, like, animatronic or if it was, um... If they had, like, something in like, the mask that they can manually, yeah, like... like, just keep moving with the smiles and everything. If yep. it was, like, that was also claymation or not. Hmm, but, we'll have um, to look into that and the, the practical effects of the movie. Yeah, it's it's really, really good. Uh, oh. I can take it away for a little bit for one, Aaron. Okay. So then we uh, decide to move on to all the clowns kind of even being crazier at this point, and they go to the back end of the Big Top Burger, and one of them decides to drop a bunch of popcorn into a dumpster while one of the uh, employees goes to throw a trash, and he opens it, and he's like, huh? And then it gets sucked in there. We don't know what's in there, but we know whatever the hell the popcorn is, it's not good. <laughs> and then we have a really awesome scene here that it's like about like a minute or two long, but it's really, really good. It's like at a bus station, it's a bunch of people who um, are waiting on a bus and uh, another clown pops up and starts doing like shadow puppets and like doing really oh, good yeah. shadow puppets. And everyone's like, oh, wow, well, this is really cool. Like, this regardless <laughs> of how crazy and scary the clown looks. Uh, so, yeah, he's doing that. And then Mike and Dave are driving by as well and just, and see what's going on. And then Mike's like, we got to go stop them. But Dave's like, no, 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 no. I, w- I want to I see what's going on. And as that is happening, the clown decides to turn into... Like the, the shadow puppet turns into a, like a dinosaur type thing and just <laughs> gobbles everybody up and then he like puts them in like a popcorn purse <laughs> which is really funny and then Mike like freaks out and like makes Dave pretty much drive into the clown but these things jump so high that it's impossible to, to catch them so they're like well where the hell did he go? It's like well he went straight up man <laughs> so uh yeah that clown is completely gone and then now uh, um, I think um, Dave goes. He tells Mooney about it. Yeah, I think he he walkies in, and Mooney's like, "Yeah, I don't really care what's going on and whatnot." And then um, as they're doing that, we cut back to Mike and Dave 
with now the Terenzi brothers, Paul and Rich, are driving around in their ice cream truck still, and they're getting mad at each other. Like, well, we're not making any progress here. You told us doing this was going to, like, get us girls and whatnot. I was like, no, 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 no. But then uh, Mike's like, I'm going to go over to them and get them to help us. I, you need to go back to the station and get some more help. But they was like, yeah, I'm going to go do that, and you go you go talk to the, the brothers. And they're like, <sighs> the brothers are like, I don't believe you. And, and whatnot it's like well we gotta go save debbie she has some friends over and they have really big boobs and they're like oh okay yeah let's, let's <laughs> go <down>. man <laughs> yeah let, let's go so we go back to the police station and this is also kind of like another really cool scene too with a lot of cool practical effects is as mooney is ignoring calls one of the clowns walks in he's just like huh okay and he decides to arrest the clown but as he does that, he puts the handcuffs on. The clown like detaches its hands. My favorite somehow. thing too is that the clown went with it. He's like, I can easily just destroy this guy, but I'm just gonna let him have his like moment. Yeah, he literally <laughs> just plays with him. So he brings him over to the cell where the punks are still being held. And um, when he's like, kind of like trash talking him, he like hits him a little bit, and he like, turns around, kind of like an exorcist way. And as he's trying to walk by, the clown has like um. One of those like blow party favorite oh, things. The... Yeah. So he blows into it and then it, it morphs into a hand <laughs> and it slams him against the um like the bars. Yeah, the cell, but you can tell it's super fake. He didn't even yeah, like, so you see it. the shadow of the bar. Yeah, you, you you don't really um he's not really hitting it, but that's okay. Um adds to the experience. <laughs> Just yeah. those little Easter eggs, you know. And Debbie still taking a fucking shower so like pretty much half of this movie she's just in a shower <laughs> i feel like if she never left the shower she would be fine yeah right you know? just stayed in the shower the whole time yeah so she's still taking a shower like every now and then we see like her like grabbing something but it takes her 20 minutes to do that one thing uh and then i believe uh dave now arrives at the uh police station by himself i accidentally wrote that mike and dave were there but it's just dave Mm -hmm. uh, so he goes there and looks on the ground and it's this giant like footprints he's like what the fuck is going on uh, so he decides to follow them goes over to the cell and finds the punks cocooned so they're now dead and now he's even more like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and we're, I'm also like what the fuck is going on because uh, it's, it's fucking crazy and these clowns are crazy so I mean like why wouldn't you be questioning these clowns uh, so, <clears throat> as he leaves, he bumps into the clown and Mooney, <laughs> and the foreshadowing that was before when Mooney said that you can't make a dummy out of me, that's false, because the clown literally made a dummy out of him <laughs> by putting his hand through his back. And he's, uh, the clown's talking through Mooney to Dave, which is kind of cool, this is a really cool scene. It's really creepy too, I guess it's another creepy, um, scene. Uh, but uh, as Dave is kind of like, I think he's kind of talking shit to the clown, and the clown takes his hand out of Mooney's back. He decides to shoot at it, pops his nose off, and mm. sparkles, and then he kind of explodes into like confetti. I don't know the way they die too is just it's so, it's so comical. It's really really funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, ask Mama, please. Sorry, but guys, my uh, my son. 
came up to say he needs to get his teeth brushed. <laughs> so now Mike and the brothers are now following the clowns, even though they're kind of saying to uh, Mike that they don't believe him until they decide to pull, well, not really decide, but arrive at Debbie's house because now Debbie is in a balloon. So she finally left like the house and discovered what the popcorn turns into is like these like weird like puppet things like those uh um what is it like the aliens that come out of your chest like the what are they called chestbursters yeah the chestbursters yeah they're kind of like they that they look too. like them a little bit yeah so um she, she as she's like escaping from those she like gets captured by the clowns and gets put into a balloon and uh now the group arrives find Debbie in a balloon and they're like oh shit Mike you are you you're telling the truth dude and they start following the uh, the clown car, which is like really really fast, by the way. I wonder what kind of car <laughs> they used. But um, yeah, there we have like a little chain uh, chase sequence with the clowns running away, and then Mike following them. And then as they get to a certain point, Dave starts to follow them. He's just a stalker. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really weird how he's just kind of following everyone. Yeah, he's just on the side of the road, just waiting. I don't know what he was waiting for, but um. He uh, puts on the sirens, and they're going. And then the uh, the brothers are like, oh, shit, the, the police. And Mike can't see it, so otherwise he probably would have been like, it's it's fine, because it's just Dave yeah. or not. But, yeah, they uh, decide to stop very, very quickly, and then Dave crashes into the car, and his police car is now not usable, and the clown car got away. And uh, it's really funny, too, because uh, Mike gets out and brings Dave, tells him, like, what happened with um, Debbie being in a balloon and whatnot. It's like, okay, let's get in the car. And then one of the brothers, like, is like, oh, I'm not feeling all that well. And he has, like, a bunch of, like, medical cards and shit. <laughs> He's going to show um, Dave. But Dave's like, yeah, I don't really give a shit. We're just kind of going. <laughs> um, then the clown car decides to arrive at an actual, like, I don't know if this is like an abandoned amusement or if it was just like off for the night. Mm -hmm. But they arrive there and there's a cop, well, more like a guard. And he's like looking at the, the clown car because one, one of the clowns comes out. And, and he's just like, oh, okay. But then like more and more and more come out. <laughs> so it's like an actual clown car. And then they all have pies. And he says, what are you going to do with those pies, boys? And then they start throwing the pies there. I was like, oh, this is kind of like, you know, harmless. Until you decide, until you see that it They're starts to pies. melt. He <laughs> melts him to death, which is a really cool effect. And then Shorty comes along and puts a giant, like, um, cherry on top, which is really, really funny. I love Shorty so much. Literally the cherry on top. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really funny. Just makes it. Uh, and then the whole group finally arrives at the um the new um big top location for like the clown circus and whatnot and it's like a lot of cool like backdrops and like cutouts and everything uh like dinosaurs and, like really creepy mm -hmm. shit but it's, it's really really cool uh then they reach one door and before that one of the um Trenzy brothers presses a fucking button what? and like makes a bunch <laughs> of like smoke come up and like what the hell is going on it's like oh i i didn't do it like yeah uh-huh <laughs> yeah okay so they open up a door, and as they do that, both of the uh, Trenzy brothers, like, fall down into a, a ball pit. And it's just a bunch of, it's two clowns with, like, in their boobs are, like, getting really, really, really <laughs> big. And then one of the brothers is like, 
Oh, you want to, Are you Debbie's roommates? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? You can t- That's clearly what you think tell. At this point. <laughs> you can clearly tell it's a, a clown, but um, it's it's just really really funny. <laughs> then uh, the uh, remaining two, which is Mike and Dave, arrive at the actual holding room, and it's even more full now. And Mike is even like, oh my god, they must have the whole town in here. And Dave's like, what the fuck? Like. Wh- what is this place? We we need to find Debbie and go. So as they're trying to find Debbie, find the balloon, this part is really funny. One of the clowns comes through and has the craziest, crazy straw I have <laughs> ever seen in my life. Like, I used to have some really crazy, crazy straws. Good night, bud. Good night, bud. Really, really crazy straws. And this one takes the cake. He puts it, well, first, before he stabs it into a cocoon, he's, like, um, like, feeling the cocoons, and, like, hmm, is this one right? He's, like, knocking on them, he's, like, wiggling Checking them. Checking if ripe. <laughs> he, he's smelling them, and when I was, like, what makes a good cotton candy cocoon, I wonder? But he finally picks one, and just stabs it, and just drinks, like, the whole thing, it seems like. And, um, and Mike and Dave are just, like, watching it with, like, awe, like, what is going on? Like, I don't know if I'd be afraid, or just, like... Just wondering, like, what? Yeah. The fuck is going on? Uh, I need therapy after seeing some shit like that. Yeah, I probably would too, to be honest. Like, <laughs> it's really crazy, knowing that everybody's just melting inside as like, you just drink them. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so. I wonder if it's just like if you want to pop one open, it's just liquefied human, just like yeah, pouring like, out. When he was like taking out the straw, you can kind of hear like liquid on the bottom, like shaking and everything. So it's like it must be mm. like them. Like this draining into like the bottom of the cocoon yeah. or something. <laughs> that must be really <laughs> smelly too. I know. Ugh. Shit. <laughs> but um, yep. The uh, the clown goes away, and then uh, Mike and Dave hear Debbie and like, oh shit. Well, this is them. And uh, Dave decides to pull a gun. While Mike's like, fuck no, you're gonna alert everybody. But it's the only way to pop open the balloon because like punching it and shit didn't work. So. As they shoot the balloon, Debbie falls out, and Mike decides to hold her. So it's like, at, I mean, Dave decides to hold her. So it's like, at this point, what what's the relationship here? Like, are, are all three of them together? Is, yeah, yeah. Truple. <laughs> yeah, is, is Dave with her? Is Mike with her? Or is she just kind of relieved to, like, have somebody? I don't know. That's, I mean, that's probably more what it was, I would think. Yeah. But, you know... You and never it, know. Yeah, you, can, you, you never know. Uh, but David decides to tell the other two to kind of just run off and, like, go, I'll, I'll take care of the clowns or or whatnot. I was like, I'll just stay behind and, and shoot at them. Because as they're running away, they're shooting the clowns and popping up the noses and even more glitter and shit, like, goes off. <laughs> and then they decide to go down this other hallway where Mike opens up a door and all he keeps saying is, Another door, another door, <laughs> another door for like five times in a row. It's like at this point you kind of have to expect like funhouse things. <laughs> yeah, like carnival shit, like a house of mirrors or something. Yeah, it's it's really really crazy. Um, I struck the musical. <laughs> thank you for stopping in, everybody. Whoever's coming here, um, it's really it means a lot to see other people kind of just pop in the chat and everything in this talk. So we will have questions at the end of uh, each of these uh, movies if anybody wants to chime in. 
But um, yeah, they decide to go through the last door, and then they get surrounded by all of the clowns. And this is kind of creepy as well because there's a lot of clowns. Like, <laughs> I don't know if they were if it, they were playing like a trick on us, like um, photography wise. If it was really just a couple of clowns and they just like did something to make it look like more mm-hmm. or whatnot. But there's a there has to be like twenty to thirty clowns here now. Oh yeah, I wonder so, if they took the time to name all of them. Yeah, and like <laughs> even making all of the faces, if it was like each so individual distinct, one, yeah. was like handcrafted in that kind of way. Like, holy shit, these boys are are really, 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 really good. Yeah. So as they are like, hey, we gotta get, we gotta get to the top of like this um, this pedestal that they're they're on. So they reach to the top and they're like, oh, well, I guess we're kind of dead now. No. Nope. The boys come through the wall in the ice cream truck, and they're all like, they have kisses and shit all over them. So you imagine they must have like did something with the clowns or whatnot. Oh, and they decided around. they got out of there scot free. You know, like I don't know what what the hell could they have done? Did they uh, just like? Do you want to know? Yeah, I mean, I kind of do <laughs> to see what the fuck they did with those clowns to get them to let them go. Well, they're the horny Terenzi brothers. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and they were stuck with clowns with ever growing titties. Yeah, uh, but as they're like they're talking on like the the loudspeaker in the ice cream truck and it's making all the like, clowns ears like wiggle and everything and they're all like they're like saying because they have a clown on top of the ice cream truck too mm-hmm. so they're trying to make it seem like they like like a big clown a very important one like it, like listen to me or whatnot to get the let the others go so they they go away and then uh, all the other clowns run away because the big boy is in town. Uh-oh. Clown Zilla. This is a really big fucking clown. <laughs> it's like at the end of a video game when you reach the final boss. Yep. This is that. <laughs> and uh, Clownzilla. <laughs> Clownzilla walks up to the ice cream truck, and the boys are still like, "Uh, g- yeah, um, go away, and um, we'll, we'll let you guys live and like whatnot." Just saying stupid shit. But the clown's not having it, and just beats the hell out of the car, throws it, and explodes. So at this point, like, oh, well, th- those boys are dead. And then Dave, being the hero that he is, decides to let the other ones go. Like, there's a, w- a hole in the wall now because the car was, like, you know, like, thrown across the room. It's like, just go, and, and I'll take care of this. Um, go get the help and whatnot. So Dave kind of puts up a fight with the clown. Not not a lot because he, like, runs out of um, ammo. And the clown grabs him. And then he takes his badge out and just pops its nose. <laughs> It's like, wow, these clowns are very easy <laughs> to defeat. All you do is pop their nose, and then they're um, they're they're dead. Uh, hear me out on this. I have an idea. Killer clowns from outer space, like survival game. Ooh. So like, sort of like on the basis of like Nazi zombies, where it's just like you know you see how far you can get, but it's yeah. just endless waves of killer clowns, and you just you know what I mean? Yeah, you I shoot them in the nose to kill them. Someone made a mod of that on like PC of like zombie mode and everything like Call of Duty. That's that's great. I would play that a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, they uh, um, Mike and Debbie make it out alive, and the top um, goes away. So that the um, the spaceship is actually blown up, and then the clown car that we that they were chasing drops from the sky. And then Dave comes out. So I was like, oh, okay, so he survived. Yay, 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 yay. And then he decided that the, the brothers lived too. And he said the way that they lived is that they went into the ice cream freezer. <laughs> so I guess that works if you are um, going to explode in a car and you have an ice cream freezer in the back. 
go and hide in that hide in it and i guess you'll live <laughs> and um at the end of the movie we don't i still don't know at this point like is debbie with all like both of the boys or is she dave with, with dave or she like what's going like... on now you know i don't know happy I mean, ending for everyone yep everybody is happy and there was supposed to be another movie made after this but it was never uh made but like i said earlier maybe uh amazon will be making that movie now since they own the rights yeah, and the tv show of the clowns yeah that yeah i cool. want to see the home home planet dude like oh, how I, know. I can only imagine <laughs> but um yeah that's um the end of killer clowns it's about like an hour and 20 minutes very very good fun um i love that movie a lot i mean like i said earlier a lot of people either love it or they or they hate it or i've just seen it so much that they they hate it but um what do you think of this movie aaron um like i said from what i've seen i really enjoyed it i thought it was very uh very funny um but like yeah kind of reminded me of like i just watched mars attacks again for the millionth time the other day i love day. that movie oh uh, um we need to cover so that good. one soon um but it kind of reminded me sort of like along the lines of the same type of plot you know what i mean just like an invasion and mm -hmm. like one town getting like you know that focuses on the one town of like so but I, I I liked it a lot. Yeah, this is definitely a fun movie. And I like, you know, you know how I, uh, I like the, you know, like, campy, like, the low-budget, like, practical effects. Cheesy cheese. Yeah. The cheesiest, the better. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I, I love this movie, too. But if there's anybody in the chat who um wants to uh, chime in and, and say if you guys liked it or not, um, feel free to let us know. But um, what are we looking at for um, budget-wise and, and all that good stuff, Aaron? Let's see. All right. Go to the old IMDb. All right. I know it was like very, very low budget. Budget two million dollars. Really? Why does that seem a lot higher? It than... does seem high. Two million for nineteen eighty eight. I thought this was a lot lower than that. Let's see, that could be wrong though too. You know. Yeah, is IMDb li um lying to us? Hmm. I must be right. Hmm. That's weird. Okay, I mean, I guess that's still. I mean, considering though, it's a movie, you know, it costs yeah. a lot of money. To... Yeah, I, I guess so. You but, know. Um, let's see, what are we looking at for uh, Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes. Seventy-six percent on the tomato meter. Oh wow, that's only twenty-five reviews. Um, and then we get twenty-five thousand on the audience score. It's at fifty-nine percent. Wow. Okay, that's actually pretty good. <clears throat> but let's see. Uh, but what would you give this out of blood splatters? Oh yeah, what would I rate this? I, know I love one this of your movie. Favorites, so I love this movie a lot, and I, I love the uh, the aesthetic of it, and I, I love the colors and how the clowns look and everything. I think if I had to base it just on the clowns alone and not really the dialogue or um, some of the cheesiness of it, I'd probably have to give this like an eight point five, just because everything. In this movie, it looks great. I love all the practical effects that are on here, besides some of the cheesy, like, obviously, animated stuff, like the cocooning and all that stuff. Yeah. But the the set designs are really, really cool. There's really not too much going on in this movie, so you can really focus on what they're trying to um, give you. There's enough character de development that you can get along and kind of relate to these people in a way sort of mm -hmm. unless you decide to take six hour showers <laughs> um, if you kind of 
take that out of the equation. This movie um, is really, really fun. If you've never seen it before and you want something goofy, lighthearted, also kind of really family-friendly, like if you have, like... um. Yeah, it's not that gory. No, at it, all. Like my son is um, going to be four, and I've watched this movie with him before because it's it's no, nothing really about it. There's no nudity. I mean, there's some like innuendo stuff, but like at that age, you're not really you're not obviously understanding it, yeah. that. But just seeing the clowns and just the goofiness of it, it, um, you can definitely watch this as a family if you're looking for something like that. This is, I would say, this is definitely a gateway horror film. Just like the same they want to way. start off with, yeah. Yeah, like I'm not gonna put it on the same lines as like Corpse Bride or like Edward Sister Hands or anything like that. This is a little bit more, I would say, intense with that, just because there is a little bit of blood, um, some uh, subjective, some suggestive themes in it, and uh, just overall, it's really late, um, like, laid back. Um, laid back. It doesn't take yeah, itself that's, seriously. That's yeah, it's it's very very fun. It's super campy. Um, I think it's... I've watched this in, like, Blu-ray, and everything still holds up besides, like I said, like, the animated stuff. But all of the special effects, like, the clowns themselves look really good because they were handmade. They weren't, like, computerized and everything. Just and, CGI um, in. Yeah, I, I love this movie a lot, so definitely um, 8.5 for me. But what about you, Aaron? Um, so, I'm, uh, like I said... Um, I'm a sucker for, like, the cheesy, like, tacky, like, old, like, mm-hmm. funny shit, you know? Um, so, this movie was perfect for me. I'm gonna have to watch it again and, like, mm-hmm. do a, like, detailed walkthrough, like, for sure. you know, watch through, but, you know, from, I didn't, like, from what I know about the movie, you know, I mean, it, there isn't anything I don't like about it, you know? Mm. Um, but no movie is perfect, so I'm probably gonna go... As of right now, an 8.5 as well. Alright. And um, let us know in the comments and anywhere that you're listening to this, whether it's here uh, on Twitch or anywhere else, uh, let us know what you rate this movie. I I love this movie a lot. Like, like I said, there's a lot of people who have seen this so many times that they don't they can't stand it anymore. And I, I can relate to that. But this is one of those movies that I think no matter how many times I watch it. You enjoy it every time. I'm not going to get sick of it just because of how fucking goofy it is and how great everything looks. Um, It's a good movie, like you said, yeah, to introduce people to, you know, horror and taper into it. I mean, some people probably argue that it's not really a horror, but But I think it is. Yeah, it falls into a subgenre of horror, you know. Yeah, it's a horror comedy. It's like Night of the Creeps and, and shit like that. Yeah. But, um, horror doesn't necessarily mean bloody and like yeah exactly jump scares you know yeah so that's um all that we have pretty much on killer clowns i'm going to shift some things very quickly and then we are going to jump over and do some hellraiser